Today is June the 17th. What did Jesus say on the cross? Let's find out together as we read passages from the Passion narrative. Today, as we finish up the story of Jesus' death, I'd like you to read Matthew chapter 27 from verse 38 to the end of the chapter, verse 66. You'll find parallel passages to that in Mark 15 from 27 to the end of the chapter, Luke 23 verse 35 to the end of the chapter, and John 19 from verse 38, 28 to the end of the chapter. Here in this chapter, we see Jesus insulted by the crowd and insulted by the two thieves who were by him on the cross. One of the thieves in particular mocked him. Jesus dies. We're told of the witnesses. His side was pierced. Then Jesus was taken from the cross and buried by two who now, only now, identify themselves as followers of Jesus. And then the book of Matthew tells us that on Saturday, Jewish authorities approach Pilate and ask for a Roman guard to protect the tomb and prevent the body of Jesus being stolen. Jesus died in about six hours. Um, it's traditional in many churches to examine the seven sayings, seven statements, seven words that Jesus pronounced on the cross. They occur across the variety of uh, gospel witnesses. The first word occurred early on as he was crucified. He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Even to the very end, Jesus' concern was to forgive even those who were torturing him to death. One of the thieves mocked Jesus, said, uh, call on Elijah if you're a prophet. Call on Elijah to come and rescue us. The other thief said, be quiet. We deserve this. He doesn't. He's done nothing wrong. Then he looks at Jesus and he says, remember me. Jesus says, today, this very day, you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus then sees his mother standing near the cross. She had come to see what was going on. One last look at her son. The disciple that Jesus loves stood by Mary. Jesus said to his mother, He's now your son. He said to the disciple that he loved, This is now your mother. Mary entered his house and lived with him for the rest of her life. Even at the very end, Jesus' concern was for others, especially for his mother. The last four words come in quick succession. First of all, Jesus says something. He quotes Psalm 2. Each of the gospel writers record this in Aramaic for a specific reason. 
in Aramaic, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But the crowd in listening to that didn't hear Eloi, my God. They heard Eli, Elijah. They said he's calling for Elijah just like the thief asked him to. A few minutes later, Jesus said, I'm thirsty. Dehydration had set in. It was taking effect. Then he said, it's finished. Literally, it is complete. It's over. The word that he uses, we use today in cognate words to talk about purpose. Jesus literally says, my purpose is fulfilled. Now, he may have been talking about the crucifixion, but I think he was actually talking about his entire ministry. What God sent me here to do has now been done. It's over. It's finished. It's complete. And so the last word, he looks to heaven and says, Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. Then the scripture says he gave up his life. Paul later refers back to that. Paul says that nobody took Jesus' life from him. He gave it up for us. This is Jesus' death. Next week, we'll conclude with the resurrection and post-resurrection appearances of Jesus. This is the center of our very life. Not just the death. The death without the resurrection is a meaningless, pointless tragedy. The death with the resurrection changes the course of the entire world. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Enjoy this Sunday in the church.